The views and opinions expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Henry Long, the author of Positive Energy 24-7. You can purchase an autographed copy of his motivational book, and you can also purchase the ebook version at writepath247.com. That's W-R-I-T-E-P-A-T-H-247.com. You can also follow him on Instagram at writepath247. Gemstone Bracelets carries an array of men's and women's bracelets along with a line of lupus awareness and cancer awareness gemstone bracelets. You can follow them on Facebook or visit their store at Etsy.com or their website at www.premiobracelets.com. That's P-R-E-M-I-O-B-R-A-C-E-L-E-T-S dot com. Abundant Harvest Aquaponics, planting seeds to grow food and creating opportunities for people and families. You can contact this nonprofit organization at www.abundantharvestaquaponics.org. Welcome back to my story, Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you can join me on this Friday morning. Today's topic on the first part of the show will be your rights as a patient. Second part of the show will be an interview with Michelle Hudson telling her story of living with lupus. So you know what time it is. Grab your cup of coffee. Yes, grab your cup of tea, and if you're listening later on in the evening, grab your favorite glass of wine and join me. All right, what are your health care rights and responsibilities? As a patient, you have certain rights. Some are guaranteed by federal law, such as the right to get a copy of your medical records, and the right to keep them private. 
Many states have additional laws protecting patients and healthcare facilities, often have a patient bill of rights. An important patient right is informed consent. This means that if you need a treatment, your health care provider must give you the information you need to make a decision. Many hospitals have patient advocates who can help you if you have problems. Many states have an ombudsman office for problems with long-term care. Your state's Department of Health may also be able to help. Now, as a patient, I hope you know that you have rights and no one can tell you that you don't. And this all piggybacks on the subject that I did, what if? Now, your patient rights consist of to be treated with dignity, respect, and consideration, to not be discriminated against based on the basis of race, national origin, religion, gender, sexual orientation, age, disability, marital status, diagnosis, or source of payment. To receive treatment that supports and respects the patient's individuality, choices, strengths, and abilities. To receive privacy in treatment and care for personal needs. To review upon written requests their own medical records within a reasonable time frame. To receive a referral to another healthcare institution if the outpatient treatment center is not authorized or unable to provide physical health services or behavioral health services for the patient. The patient has the right to participate or the patient's representatives participate in the decision and development of or decisions concerning treatment. To participate or refuse to participate in research or experimental treatment. To receive assistance from a family member, the patient's representative, or other individual in understanding, protecting, or exercising the patient's rights. The patient has the right to be informed how to report comments, complaints, grievances about a visit and to get resolution to them. Comments or complaints may be directed to the staff most directly involved in the situation and or to the center's manager 
or Director of Clinical Operations. Entrepreneur and creator of Right Side of 50, and I am my sister's keeper. Sheila Smith, motivational and empowerment speaker, is available for your next empowerment event and conference. You can book her for your next event at rightsideof50 at gmail.com. That's R-I-G-H-T-S-I-D-E-O-F-5-0 at gmail.com or call at 678-293-6821. Each one encourage one. Welcome aboard Leah's Closet Royal Oak Vintage Boutique and Styling. Leah's Closet carries an array of designer vintage clothing. Check them out on IG at Leah's Closet Royal Oak Vintage. They do accept PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, and they also ship. If you're in the metropolitan Detroit area, stop by Leah's Closet at 722 West 11 Mile Road, Royal Oak, Michigan, 48067. All right. Now, you as a patient has the right to not be subjected to abuse neglect, exploitation, manipulation, sexual abuse or sexual assault, restraint or seclusion if not necessary to prevent intimate harm to self or others, retaliation for submitting a complaint to the department or another entity, or misappropriation of personal and private property by an outpatient treatment center, personnel member, employee, volunteer, or student. Also, as a patient, you have the right to either consent to or refuse treatment, accept in an emergency, and to refuse or withdraw consent for treatment before treatment is initiated. You also have the right to be informed of alternatives except in an emergency to a proposed psychotropic medication or surgical procedure and associated risk and possible complications of a proposed psychotropic medication or surgical procedure. Now, you also have the right to be informed on health care directors 
You have the right to consent to photographs before the patient is photographed, except that a patient may be photographed when admitted for identification and administrative purposes. Lastly, you have the right to um, provide written consent to the release of information in the patient's medical record, financial records, except otherwise permitted by law as outlined in the Notice of Privacy Practices. Now, if you want to know more about a patient's rights and responsibilities, you can go to, um, it's under the Affordable Care Act, and it's found on healthcare.gov website at www.healthcare.gov backslash how does the healthcare law protect me? So there you go. Make sure you check this out. Make sure you know your patient's rights. Make sure that you are treated with dignity. Do not be afraid to speak up. And most importantly, be your own advocate. All right, we're getting ready for our second half of the show with Michelle Hudson telling her story of living with lupus. Be on the lookout on SoundCloud for new music titled Blue Better Do Better, the story of Raven Granddaddy. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus.
you were having with lupus, would you please tell the listening audience a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm 50 years old. I've been diagnosed with lupus for a while now, and I am a mother of four, two boys and two girls, have two beautiful grandchildren. I like to think of myself as a motivator, a realist. I'm honest and a loyal person to those that are honest and loyal to me, a loving and kind person. Michelle, prior to being diagnosed with lupus, what were your symptoms? I was constantly tired, hair loss. I would break out in rashes whenever I went outside to play as a little girl. And certain foods I couldn't eat. It's just pain all the time. And couldn't understand what was really going on. And I went through plenty of doctor visits trying to figure out what was going on. Michelle, could you tell the listening audience about how many doctors did you see before being clinically diagnosed? 
I would honestly say maybe 10 or more. Um, I was going to the doctor so much as a young adult. I just, at the time, I didn't know what was going on. So I could honestly say 10 or more. Now, what medications have you been on and what medications are you on now? I have been on um, monotrempline, I cannot pronounce it right, which is a sleeping medication. I also been on dilaxin, which is an antidepressant medication, which is supposed to suppress the nerve pain, which doesn't really work. It just had me in the zone. Lopopidine, um, which is considered as, we call plaquenil. I have been on prednisone, antibiotics, metformin, insulin, um, hydrocortisone, Percocets 5 and 10s, and all of it, and Sabalta, and I might be missing a couple of more, but I'm not on any at the current time, but my prednisone. Exactly. How did you inform your family of your diagnosis? They didn't know what it was. My children didn't know what it was until I started getting sick. And I don't know. They just they just thought, okay, well, she'll shake it off. Mama's superwoman, she'll shake it off. Have you ever reached out to any lupus organization for help and support and also who is your support system yes i have i have reached out to different organizations to get help and support and unfortunately i hadn't received help or support from certain ones and my support system is my children and my best friend, which is like my god sister. I call her my sister. And close family members. Do you feel that lupus patients are misunderstood by their doctors? And also, do you feel that lupus patients are mis misunderstood by their families? Yes, we are. We're very misunderstood by our doctors because they think that everybody is the same. Every patient is the same, and we're not. As far as family members, we're very, very misunderstood because they think we're always complaining and whining. When we just want somebody to understand where we're coming from and feeling the pain that we feel, and knowing that deep down inside, we know they can never understand what we're going through because them themselves, even the doctors, do not have lupus. Could you please tell the listening audience on how you stay motivated? I stay motivated from God, my children, and most definitely my grandchildren. Keep me motivated, keep me going. And the fact that I have not completed my mission that God wants me to complete motivates me. I motivate myself because I know I could have been worse. I could be somewhere in a wheelchair not being able to walk, talk, or breathe the way I would want to 
do it normally or how I used to do it. So I fight to just try to get back to the way I used to be, knowing that I will never be the way I used to be. Now, I know you had some health issues in the past. Can you please tell the listening audience what those issues were? I just want to say this to anybody that's listening and you feel like you're alone due to lupus or any other chronic illness, you're never alone. It doesn't hurt to reach out to ask for help as far as support system, to having someone to talk to, because lupus is also a depression. You know, a lot of people that have lupus, they get depressed because they can't, they're not no longer acting the way that they used to act, having activity the way they used to have activity. And it's, it's really crazy because it's a deadly disease and we need to take it serious. And God knows we need a cure. So don't be afraid to tell someone, hey, I might have lupus. Or can I talk to you for a minute? Everybody is not the same. And you'll never know who's listening. Like they say, let your test be your testimony. Because your testimony will save someone else's life. Don't be afraid because God gives his strongest battles well, hardest battles with strongest warriors. And I feel deep down inside that a lot of us that do have lupus, we are warriors. That's why we call ourselves lupus warriors. And we're like butterflies. We fly. Butterflies are the most prettiest and precious things God has ever created. But we got the deadliest disease ever that was created. So keep your head up, butterflies. And keep striving and keep reaching for the stars. Because tomorrow for us is never promised. See, each and every one of us has a story. But if we band together, our stories would become more powerful. So thank you, Michelle Hudson, for telling your story of living with lupus. Well, I hope you found this episode of My Story Living with Lupus informative. Don't forget about your patients' rights. I hope that you found Michelle Hudson's story informative because we all have a story dealing with this chronic illness. This show is open to anyone who would like to tell your story about not only living with lupus, but living with any other chronic disease. And it's open to you. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. There is strength in numbers. Yes, but even more so in collective goodwill. For those endeavors are supported by mighty forces unseen. Hope you have a productive, peaceful, and positive weekend. I'll see you Saturday for Inspirational Saturday. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks. 
for my story, Living with Lupus. See you on Saturday. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. The views and opinions expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. you feel that you can't speak to anyone, remember, there's help for you. Contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. You're never alone.